You're listening to the Best Day Ever podcast with Carly Hartman. This is your go-to spot for practical tips and tricks on how to be an entrepreneur, stay motivated, live life to the fullest, and chase your dreams. If you are ready to live today like it's the best day ever, then let's get started. Here's your host, speaker, educator, entrepreneur, and photographer, Carly Hartman. Hi, everybody. I am so excited for today's episode. But first, you know the drill. If you want to join my monthly membership coaching program to help turn your Instagram into a business, click down below in the show notes to get enrolled in Insta CEO right now. Okay, everybody. Today, I'm so excited to have my lovely friend Libby Parrott on here with us. She is an incredible entrepreneur and gorgeous, obviously. So I'm just so excited to get to interview her today, kind of talking about her story. And, you know, a lot of us have a lot of passion in life. And I know that's something I've struggled with in a good way where we have so many things we want to do, but I've had to really narrow things down into like, what is the best decision for me and what to put all my focus behind. So today we're going to really get into being a multi-passionate entrepreneur with Libby and just kind of pick her brain about how to, you know, really monetize that side hustle. So Hello, Libby. If you want to get started telling us your story, that would be awesome because we just want to hear how you got started and what's going on with your life and where you are now. Yeah, of course. So um, probably started, well, I went to college for exercise science. So I got my exercise physiology um, certification there. And after I graduated, uh, I was planning on going to PA school, finished my prereqs and everything for that, decided not to. So I went into work for my family business, which I kind of come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, So I work for my family business. Now we put ministries on television. Um, That's kind of where a lot of like the entrepreneurship mindset came from. Um, Just because I learned some things with them. And then I started Faithfully Fit as a way to still use my passion for fitness and helping people live a healthy lifestyle from the inside out. And um, they kind of started meshing together as they learned the social media. Then I had all these other ideas um, come to me. And so I tried to do some of that with the company for my family. And then I started doing stuff for my, for my dad and the company that he runs. And so honestly, it's just everything that I'm doing. It's like all these little different things. Um, they kind of all mesh together. They kind of all feed off of each other. Um, but that's, that's really just where it started. Uh, I started Faithfully Fit Army about two years ago. Got it. That's amazing. And so in Faithfully Fit Army, you obviously are like a blogger. If I'm wrong, let me know. But what do you do in that exactly? You train people? So I guess you could say blogger, probably not really. Um, I don't really like writing as much. So (laughs) Uh, yeah, Um, I do a lot of one-on-one consults with people. I'm just, I don't do one-on-one coaching just because of how much time it takes. Um, but I do do the one-on-one consults with people, just teaching them how to live a healthier lifestyle. I've done speaking. I've gone to some, um, I like to go to healthcare facilities, um, some different, uh, women's ministry places and speak to them or lead workouts. Um, maybe like a school, I've done a school before doing live workouts. And then I kind of have different ideas, um, or different uh, income streams, I guess, with 
this is actually one of my t-shirts I'm going to be launching. So also different things like that to kind of tie in the faith and the fitness together. That's so great. And what I love is that you have really mastered that monetization thing of doing what you love because people are like, well, I can't make money doing that. Well, don't limit yourself because you can really monetize whatever you are talented at and that you love mm-hmm. too. I believe in that for sure. And so that's just really inspiring. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's like the future with your company? Where do you see it going? So my big dream would be to do speaking engagements um, and really doing more of like not not necessarily just me talking to people, but breakout sessions, more interactive so I can do teaching versus just talking. Um, so I would love to do that. And my vision is to do it with women. Uh, maybe there are some women homes around here. Um, I know there's a couple that are either for um, just for some different things, but really I would love to do more of that. Um, I do absolutely love the social media world and I plan on staying there. But um, as most of my income comes from that, I'm trying to kind of diversify and take some of it off right. too. So. Because if it shuts down tomorrow, then like you lose all of your people. Right. Yeah. We don't want that. <laughs> I know. It's good. And so with the social media piece, how did you master that? Because you are growing a lot and you have a great community. And so how did you, did you teach yourself or did you just have someone come on board and help you or what would you say? So a kind of a mixture of things. When I first started out two years ago, um, I really just started researching a ton. I know people try to find like quick tips on how to get, grow your following or like the magic, you know, key or whatever, but really it's just like time, you know, um, you just got to put the time into it. And so I started researching on Pinterest is one of my big resources I go to and find uh, bloggers that like to, um, blog about that kind of stuff. So I found a lot of it from there. I took a couple of different courses, got some information from um, other people on it. And so it kind of just all comes together through that. No, I love that. I mean, it's so great because it really takes time and effort to learn Mm -hmm. this. It's not like you just grow over time, like overnight. And I mean, some people it works, but we really have to like stay up with the times, understand the new trends. I mean, right. Just yesterday, when we're recording this podcast, yesterday, it, everything has been changing, like at the Facebook conference and stuff. So it's just really cool. Oh, wow. to see, like, it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I also just like to ask, like, back when, um, let's say before you started this journey, so either leaving college or leaving high school, like that 18 year old self, what would you tell yourself? that you've obviously experienced now that you wish you knew then to kind of, you know, either calm down a bit or just like, no, you got this, whatever. Like, what would you say to yourself if you could do that? Uh, There's a couple of things. The first big one for me would be don't worry about the societal standards and titles that society can place on you or that you assume society is going to place on you. It was so hard for me because for three, three years, I thought I was going to PA school. Um, and so the decision to make, to not go to PA school and kind of do my own thing, that was really hard for me because I kept thinking, well, I'm supposed to be that smart person or what are these people going to think of me? Or, 
you know, something along those lines. So that's the first thing um, would just be you, you have to ignore that because especially when you do something against the norm, there's going to be people that are going to judge you. And then there's going to be people, be people who aren't going to judge you, who you might think will. So you just have to ignore it. Uh, second thing would be just do it. So I probably didn't start Faithfully Fit for, I wanted to start it for six months and just never did it because I was scared that, again, people would look at me and think like, well, who does she think she is? Why would people want to follow her, you know? Um, or what if it doesn't work? What if no one wants to follow me? Or what if I just look stupid kind of thing? Um, so then again, with that, you just, you just have to do it. You have to ignore what other people might say or think. Um, and if you know that what you're bringing to the table is valuable and is going to help people, then you just have to let that be the driving factor. That's good stuff. And we can all apply that to our lives now, you know, <laughs> um, I believe in like, you know, new year's goals and all those things. But also I think like, you don't have to wait till January 1st to start a new mindset. Whereas mm -hmm. goals, like we can apply what you just told us even now, you know, your new year, or new day can start right now. Um, and so kind of piggybacking off of that, what would you say to someone like me who has experienced a ton of, I'm so good at this, 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 and this, and I want 10 different businesses because I can't mesh them all together. Like, what would you tell people like that, that mm -hmm. don't know really how to organize those thoughts together or how to package it all up? Yeah, well, I'm still learning. So yes, of course. <laughs> um, that's what happens when you're multi-passionate. I mean, honestly, every day I'm learning. Uh, so as I started just a quick little side story, when I started Faithfully Fit, I'm like, wow, I'm kind of getting a hang of like, just knowing what to do with the social media world and understanding how it works. So then I tried, I went back to my mom and my grandpa who run the other business I work for. And I'm like, Hey, I'm going to start a marketing firm, you know, as an additional right. um, thing that we can offer our clients. And so I'm just going to run that. And then that's kind of when I realized, like I started trying to do that and I just realized like, okay, I think this is when it kind of dawned on me. Like you have to, and if it helps to write it down on a paper, write down what your main goal is, um, what your main goal is for the business. And, um, under that you can write little smaller goals, but if your smaller goals don't match up with your main goal, um, then you, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Um, so, so again, you just have to remember like what your purpose is, what your vision is and all the little things that you want to do. Is it going to take away from that main goal? Um, because every time you say yes to something, you have to say no to something else. So I've just really started to rather than just say yes to everything. Cause that's me. I've had to stop and think about it and write it down and think, okay, is this going to, uh, push me along the same road that I want to go on in the in the bigger scheme, or is it going to veer me off on a different way? That's so good. It's really just it can be hard to get rid of those little things that you love, but if they're not going to advance you, maybe it's for a different time, or mm -hmm. you have to say no to it because we yeah. have to manage our time. You know, we only have so much time, so mm -hmm. that's good. And so, since this is the best day ever podcast, I always like to you know and the interviews and stuff with um, how do you find the best in every day? How do you have the best day ever? 
And my life motto is that because every day is not the best day ever. And I need to keep myself in that positive mindset of like, knowing that, no, I have to change the way I'm reacting to these situations. Mm-hmm. So I do that through thankfulness yeah. and gratefulness, but what is your way that you could say you find the best in every day? So first it's morning habits for me. I just, I'm all for creating a morning habit. And I notice that whenever I start my day off um, with my routine, it's, my day is literally the best day ever. Whereas if I don't start it off with my morning routine, it just, it kind of just throws everything off, you know? So that'd be the first thing I would say is get down your morning routine. For me, I wake up, do my devotions, um, clean and cook while I'm cooking. I clean after I eat, I, um, answer emails, then I go to the gym. So that's what every single morning, that's what it looks like. So, um, that'd be the first thing. The second thing is really what you said, like, there's blessings in everything and you can choose, even if something seems bad, you can choose to focus on the negative of it or you can choose to focus on the positive of it. But you have to make that decision to focus on the positive. So that's so good. That's a very popular answer. What you just said, that morning routine plus gratefulness and just patience, those are kind of all the same answers that we all give, I think, because yeah. it's all about how we're in charge of how we make Mm -hmm. our day right things can happen that are bad or good but how are we going to react to it and like choose to react to it so i think it's powerful stuff (laughs) have any last words for the people libby um well if you have a dream you have a vision then just go for it uh make a plan and just go and um don't let fear stop you (laughs) i love it that is so good well, thank you so much for today. I so appreciate you with every, you know, every se- every second you spent today with us. But can you just tell us how we can follow you and support you um, before we say bye? Yeah, so you can follow me on um, Instagram is probably where I'm at most, Faithfully Fit Army. Um, and yeah, my website is faithfullyfitarmy.com. So pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Well, hopefully my tribe can go to your tribe as well so we can all support each other and see what we're all up to. So thank you again for today. I hope you have the best day ever and I'll see you oh, soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Best Day Ever podcast. Check out the show notes for this episode and all others at carlyhartman.com forward slash podcast. We can't wait to see you next time. Have the best day ever.